Yesterday morning, Archbishop Hebda came to our church with many of the deacons of our archdiocese. And they celebrated the Feast of the Transfiguration right here, and I concelebrated that Mass. So I got to talk with the Archbishop uh, back in the sacristy before the Mass, and he said, I love coming here. I'm so comfortable here, you're going to have a hard time getting rid of me. Isn't that beautiful? So, praise God, we have such a beautiful parish, one that is so welcoming and uh, such that the bishop wants to have his activities here at our church and here in our social hall. So we'll probably see a lot of him in these upcoming years. You know, it reminds me of the day I was installed as a bit, as a bit, uh, as the pastor. I don't know if you were here for that special day. We had Bishop Cousins, and I was sitting together with Bishop Cousins in the sanctuary. And you know how two- and three-year-old children will sometimes have this perception that the priest is Jesus? All right, thank God they grow out of that. But we have a few of them in our parish that think I'm Jesus. So on that day, one of the little two-year-old girls turned to her mother and said, Mommy, who's that sitting next to Jesus? Um, That'd be the bishop, honey. So anyway, it's beautiful how kids see the world. I want to have with you this morning something like a fireside chat. I have been talking with many of you over the last several months and talking with people outside the parish. And what I am hearing and finding is that there are a great number of us and many people in our country that are deeply troubled. We are deeply troubled at what we are seeing in the world around us today. We've certainly been passing through a difficult time in our archdiocese, and certainly we have great need for God's further blessing, for grace, for healing. But people are troubled with what they're seeing in the world at large. They're concerned about where our country is going. And I've had so many people say, Father, I am worried. Many of them are concerned for their children's sake, for their grandchildren, and even, of course, for themselves. But I've even heard this from some of our own young people who have such hope and beautiful desires for their future, they too are deeply troubled by what we are all witnessing and seeing what we hear about and experience. And I'm feeling, and I sense this on my vacation, that the Lord wants to speak right into this place in our hearts where we are troubled. 
We are worried and concerned, maybe even afraid. I'd like to have us focus on this beautiful image of our faith. Jesus Christ on the cross, always the powerful symbol of God's response to a broken, fallen world. And we are seeing just a little bit more of that brokenness today. When we look at this powerful, selfless, sacrificial, self-emptying, self-giving love unto death, do you and I think that that could make a difference with regard to what we are all seeing and witnessing? And of course, the answer is obvious. The answer is yes. Can you imagine, you and I, if every single person was loving like Jesus Christ right now, do you think a lot of problems would just go away and disappear? And of course, the answer again is yes. Just think of the violence that we are hearing about that it seems to be increasing day by day. Would that violence ever come out of the heart of Jesus? Pope Francis keeps speaking about the culture of indifference, where many cultures throughout the world are becoming more and more selfish and indifferent to the poor, to the marginalized, to the needy. Is that what came out of the heart of Jesus? Quite the opposite. When we read the Gospels, we see in Jesus his love to be with the lost, the poor, the dying, the sick, the widow, the orphan, those invisible on the margins of society. We look at a culture that increasingly holds life cheaply and the different threats to life in our culture. Whether it's the threat to the little human life in the womb, whether it's the, the decreasing openness to those with special needs, those with handicaps, or even something like the neglect and abandonment of the elderly in various homes throughout our country and a decreasing respect for their dignity and their beauty and gift to us. Would something like anger, resentment, unforgiveness come out of that heart 
that maybe you and I still struggle with in our own personal life. What is our response to what we are seeing and experiencing and feeling? It is the same response that God the Father sent to the world a little over 2,000 years ago. Pentecost was the explosion of that love out into the world. It was the kindling, the setting on fire of the hearts of his disciples in order to set the world aflame. My dear friends, the world, various leaders, various groups in our culture, in other countries, are proposing solutions. And it's not that there's anything wrong with many of these proposals and solutions. But let's be honest. You and I both know that these solutions can only at best be partial and temporary until we apply the solution. We were never meant to save ourselves or save the world. There is only one Savior. And His name is Jesus Christ. And at the moment of our baptism, God deposited within us a beautiful, powerful gift. He deposited that love into our hearts poured in by the Holy Spirit. And the question the gospel raises, how are you and I spending our love? This great capacity of compassion and mercy and forgiveness and humility and self-giving, sacrificial love. How are we spending it? It would be so foolish of any one of us if we invested so much time, energy, and efforts into preparing for our retirement and not more in our eternal salvation. This is our response to the world and its fallenness, and its brokenness. And anything that you and I do to allow Jesus to renew us, convert us, and transform us until our love and our life looks more and more like this, we will not be able to make much of a difference. 
The world is waiting, is waiting for the revelation of the sons and the daughters of God. Because we are called to be the salt of the earth, the light of the world, and beacons of hope, where people are thinking that there's no way forward. And many people are discouraged and despairing. The world awaits the solution. And Jesus in us is what we bring. This is why the Lord comes to us at every Mass like a humble servant, washing our feet, loving us, serving us, giving himself to us so that we can go out of here and make a difference. Often just in the little ordinary things of daily life. How we live this in our marriages, in our families, our friendships, classmates, co-workers, whatever. So my dear friends, my heart too is troubled. My heart is deeply saddened by what we are seeing. But I am not going to fold and hide and give up. I'm going to do what a child of God is called to do, is to bring Jesus and this beautiful, powerful love into these troubled times. Amen?